Hello everyone, welcome to Oasis of Hope Podcast. I am Johnson Obamenti. And I am Faye Obamenti. And we are the host of Oasis of Hope Podcast. How I, how are you, honey? I am blessed and highly favored. Amen. I am blessed and highly favored. And this yes. is episode number 25. 25. Wow. Okay. That is awesome. Yes. You know, God is good. He is. He is. He is awesome. He is. And he is worthy of all of our praises. Yes. And all of all the glory. Yes. And all the honor. Yes, he is. And I know that he has put his word in our mouth. To speak today as the oracle of God. Yes. As yes. we answer the question that has come to us that's been picked by the unction of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and these are recent questions, by the way. Yes. So um one of them came this past week, and mm-hmm. the other question has been submitted a while, but it fits mm-hmm. rightly into the exactly. one that was just submitted this past week. And and then how we know that this is inspired of the Holy Spirit is that these two are, are feeding well into the current affairs. They as are. To what we're seeing and uh, hearing and what we're observing today. Yes, and what we're going to be um, sharing as we answer those yes. two questions. They are. And that's what lets us know that, wow, it fitting together is not just, you know, by accident or, or luck or happenstance. But ordained of we God. We believe strongly that it's yes. ordained of God. So, so you ready to dive in? Let's dive in. Let's dive into this. So the first question um, is right here in Texas from the Houston area. And this is the one that was just submitted this past week because it's fresh. And um, it, it asks, is there hope for America? Because it seems like America has lost its human virtues. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a contest to this. The reason yes. why they asked this, mm-hmm. they provided all this information, but yes. this was the major um, question. And the major reason and the contest to this was that um, uh, an outspoken um, council member of a city just passed away, mm-hmm. um, you know, due to COVID. And we extend our heartfelt condolences to the family, yes. to that community, mm-hmm. and to let you know that um, our heart go out to you as we continue to cover your family and many of the families that have been affected by COVID in prayer. Yes. But this outspoken council member, um, basically their family, their community has faced so much backlash that because of who they are politically, um, they have not been able to receive um, the human touch that the Bible calls compassion or kindness or generosity. It's been very um, hateful. And um, this um, pastor, you know, basically um, reached out to us, his concern. And, you know, you and I, you know, we have this as the center of our heart as we pray for this nation. So that's the context of the question. Is there hope for America? It seems like America has lost its human virtues. Yes, I think everybody that know me very well and know us, as you say, that uh, we feel so strongly about the country that America is. You know, because, you know, I always say God's own country. America is God's own country. And God is so awesome that he never forget 
our goodness, our benevolence, you know, what we've done in the past. God brings all these things into memorials. God brings this up as a memorial to show that, you know, we have good standing with him. And that's what is, when we talk about having a right standing with God, righteousness, having a right standing with God. So America through the years uh, as a country has a right standing with God because all over the world, America, you know, where Americans cannot go, America will send their money there. You know, where Americans can go, they will send missionaries there, Africa, Asia, you know, Europe, all over the world, you know. So all of this put together, God, there is hope for America. Mm. So I can say that without any shadow of doubt, convincingly that there is hope for America. So this is a trying time. This is a time that, you know, we have a storm that we're facing in America, but God is in full control. Amen. I love that. And this hope that we talk about is a person. His name is Jesus Christ. Exactly. He's the hope for the world, um, not just America, but because right now America is facing mm -hmm. one of the most trying times, like you said, mm -hmm. in its history, um, just like in time past, is facing that right now. Yes. You know, you know, you and I have talked about this, and we've also um, talked with you know various um, people on this that should it matter um, how people respond, who we respect because you're red or blue? Should, we, should it matter how we respond to people because you're red or blue? Should it matter why we relate to people because of red or blue, the elephant or the donkey? Because this has been the raging storm within the body of Christ in America. Yes, yes. When we talk about the body of Christ, and you mentioned something that really strikes the chord. You're talking about the only answer is Jesus Christ. So when there's a difference between religion, Christianity as a religion, and Christianity as a relationship. So the one that the Lord Jesus Christ has called us to is not Christianity as known as a religion, but Christianity as known as a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the one, is that relationship that bridge the gulf between us and God. Mm -hmm. So when we have that relationship, then all these other things that you're talking about will be able to come to place. You know, then when things happen, for instance, you will not rejoice over even the, your so-called enemy. You know, because the Bible commands us to pray for our enemy, to love our enemy. So even though you, are, you belong to one political party or another, you are not my enemy. You know, because we can go, we can belong to the same faith and have the same ideology about political beliefs and affiliation, right? Is that possible? I think that's the, what you just said. I think that is the uh, lightning rod that the enemy has used against the body of Christ, the people of God, the people that are meant to be example and light to their um, community that, that are meant to be example to
to the culture that we're sent. We're called by God and sent as his hands and feet, as his representation to the culture. I think that is the lightning rod that the enemy has used, um, especially in the past 10 years against the body of Christ. Because when we say Christianity, Christianity is not a national religion like you're talking about. Christianity deals with a relationship with Jesus Christ and the people that are called by God's name um, have one authority that they live under, that they follow, which is our Lord Jesus Christ and the word of God, which is a living um, bread, a living spirit that governs our life. And the more we, as the people of God, go away from the authority of God's word, we find ourselves exactly where we are. So that is um, the key thing. Then we forget that we belong to someone else. We forget that we're representing someone else. And we forget that there's already uh, a blueprint of how we should live this life for Jesus Christ, that he's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we're neither red or blue as a body of Christ. We're neither um, donkey or elephant as a body of Christ. Um, We belong to Jesus Christ. And what you just said is exactly. So within the body of Christ, um, the ultimate ruler, which is God Almighty, is the ultimate judge that decides for all of us And it's not either one of us deciding for each other as brothers and sisters. So the word of God tells us that this is who we are. And so if we said this is who we are, God is the ultimate one that decides at the end of the day um, what he wants or not. But we have the rule book, which is God's word. Yes. You know, in those uh, many years ago, even before Saul was appointed or anointed to be the king in Israel, they have a form of government called theocracy. A theocracy is where the priest is the head of the government, running the government on behalf of God. Mm -hmm. And in this case, we had Moses. Moses was in charge of the people. However, eventually we had the, the monarchy. We have Saul that was anointed. So today we have democracy where the people are the boss. They appoint, they elected the people that run the affairs of the government. Mm -hmm. So because we are responsible for that, as Christians, we have to honor what God allowed, you know, according to Romans 13, Mm -hmm. that there's no authority that can come to power unless God allows it. Mm -hmm. So basically when we understand it, and we are followers of Christ, like you mentioned, And we are to emulate Christ, as you mentioned, so that, you know, like Jesus Christ said, give unto Caesar what is Caesar, right? And then he told the disciples about paying taxes. So we look at all these things and say, well, you know, our part is what we will do at the end of this podcast, which is to pray. Pray for our nation, you know, for God to reclaim us back to the principles or the ideals that even make this country great. Yes. You know, which is the biblical principle. Exactly. That we're talking about. Exactly. You know, I mean, we mentioned, I mean, we realized that in 1996, yes. right? Me, uh, Mr. William Bennett published a book, 
yeah. you know, the book of virtues. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. The 832 pages book. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, and it talks about a lot of characters, yeah. you know, that, that, that God uh, instilled in us. And I'm glad that you brought up the title of that book um, by Mr. Bennett, William Bennett, um, Book of Virtues. And the reason why at that time was because um, the nation was exhibiting what the Bible calls the fruit of the spirit, but it wasn't just the nation exhibiting it, it was the body of Christ, the people of God in every sphere they and were. Acting as example exactly. for the rest of the people. A, a, the acting as example for the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. They were exhibiting um, the virtue of compassion. They mm -hmm. were exhibiting the virtue of kindness, the mm -hmm. virtue of generosity. Mm -hmm. And this exhibition of these godly characteristics had nothing to do with red or blue no. donkey or elephant it had to do with the life of jesus christ in obedience, in obedience to, god's, to command. god's command that was living in mm -hmm. every member of the body of christ Correct. and this is why we're where we are so it should not matter if you are a child of god you are called to every single person that is that is what god has called you to so your um your red or blue aside because that is not the priority that governs or orients your life. The word of God and the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that governs and orients your um, life in its entirety. So it should not matter to us as people of God who we show compassion to, who we show kindness to, or who we show generosity to. And I think that is what has made this gap so widened that we are seeing what we're seeing um, a lot. Yes. I have this um, scripture, you know, that mm -hmm. for us as people of God, I know yes. we know this a lot. Colossians 3.12 um, gives us an insight. It says, therefore, as God's chosen people, mm. it does not say as red or blue. It does not say as left or right. Mm. It does not say as donkey has or elephant. It has, nothing, it has nothing to do with that. If That's you right. have been born again, blood washed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you have experienced mm. the eternal transforming um, life of God in you, this is you. This is who, this yeah. is who you are. Therefore, as God's chosen people, and he says, this is who we are, holy and dearly loved. It now tells us something. Clothe yourselves with compassion, okay. kindness, mm. humility, gentleness, and patience. This is who we are as God's chosen people. And yes. when we forget this, that this is who we are, then we have exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That based on who you are in terms of where you lean will show will determine whether you get compassion kindness or generosity yes yes and uh, i know you have another scripture in uh you know uh test first thessalonians 5 14. yes and okay. that's another one that okay. also lets us see who we are as exactly. people of God. He says, now we exhort you, brethren, yes. brethren, yes. those that have brothers been, and brothers and sisters, those mm -hmm. that have been washed and mm -hmm. redeemed by the blood yes. of the lamp. He says, one them that are unruly, yes. comfort the feeble-minded, mm -hmm. support the weak, mm -hmm. be patient toward 
all men. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so Amen. when that he says that says all, right. all, be patient towards all men. He did not say be patient towards red, or those that you can relate. Mm -hmm. He said be patient to all toward all men. This mm -hmm. is God's word. So like you said, when we go away and move off from God's word then we find ourselves in this divided scenario mm -hmm. that as people of God, um, then we find ourselves right here. So yes. is there hope for America? Yes. There's hope in Absolutely. Jesus Christ yes. for America. Yes. And there's hope in Jesus Christ for any other nation yes. of the world because mm -hmm. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And you know that another reason why I believe that so strongly, you know, that just caught my my spirit as you mentioned that that there's hope for every nation of the world. You know how we have the misrepresentation of who Jesus is or who relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ is well oh is for the the Caucasians, it's for the Europeans, it's for this and that, but it's for the whole world. Jesus Christ died for everyone. That's why John declares that, you know, for God so loved the world that whosoever. Amen. And whosoever, that's John 3, 16. Yes. And whosoever mm -hmm. can be donkey, can yes. be elephant, can be red, can be blue. Whosoever yes. believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting and not life. only americans like yes. you said you can be africans yes you can be european you can be asians whosoever any nation whosoever. whosoever because jesus so, died for, for all everyone. he is the only one only one absolutely only one that shed his blood on the cross for everyone and for whosoever that believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Amen. Amen. And that eternal life is what we call good news. Amen. Amen. Which yeah. um which we started. Exactly. Uh, started. And the carrier of good news, the messenger of good news, and the deliverer of good news is Jesus Christ. Amen. And um, mm. our, our pastor just started a new series on that good news. So yes. if you want to um, check that out, you can check that out. So let's go to the second question. Okay. And the second question, um, this is this one we've had for a while, but we pull this with the one we, we just answered, you know, from last week on okay. this. It says, is American democracy imperial? And um, so it kind of aligns so well with, you know, the one that we just answered exactly. that we decided to pick that as well, because um, we're talking on, we're still talking about the same thing. So... Yes. What is democracy, by the way, okay. you know? Okay, I know that uh, we had talked a little bit about what democracy is all about, right? Mm -hmm. That's when people, the citizens, elected the officials, okay? So in this case, a simple thing is that where the citizens are the bosses. Mm, they like, are in charge. I like you that. Know? Because I, I like the way you normally say this and you said it before, that, you know, if somebody is elected, you know, it takes about, you know, for the Congress, House of Rep is two years, for the Senate is six years, for the President is four years. So all we have to do is to pray, 
And be patient. Exactly. There's no need. No hard feelings. There's no, there should never be yes. any hard feelings because this is the system mm -hmm. of the world. Exactly. And in the world that we find ourselves mm -hmm. as believers, this is how it operates. Yes. There should not be any hard feelings whatsoever. Right. You already know that this is how the cycle of this system works in this wall system. So if your person is not there this time around, you wait, you know, until the next time around. There's no need getting out of shape um, or anything out of that. Yes. I know, and people will say, and please do not send us any emails because we know. And people will say, well, the policies and things and that and stuff like that. But this is why as people of God, we must be on our knees no mm -hmm. matter who um is on the horizon um mm -hmm. of our government we are called to do something that doesn't change irrespective of the different changes that we see whether every four years or six years or two years our calling as believers is the same no yes. matter what so i know that you know in a simple answer to that question is american democracy in peril Yes, we say, yes, it is not in peril. Well, you say, oh, I said, no, it is not in peril. Why do we say that it is not in peril? Because this individual that said these questions probably said these questions because, he, because he's taking us back to when we used to have bipartisanship, when we, people used to work together, and when people used to speak, listen to each other, speak and talk and and then work, you know, in collaboration for the upward movement and the success of the of the whole country. So that is the reason. But we don't. We hardly see that today. Yeah, because it seems like you cannot carry on a conversation about race, mm -hmm. church, um, healthcare, mm -hmm. government, or education yes. without this solid. Um, um, this solid dividedness exactly. and it's like I'm just trying to have a conversation about church yep. I'm just trying to have a conversation about communion yep. I'm just trying to have a conversation about our educational system whether you know you believe in public mm -hmm. education or private education mm -hmm. that's all I'm trying to have mm -hmm. nothing more but again the reason why um, this question of whether American democracy is in peril is because we're not seeing the collaboration that our country has been known for because now it's like this huge divide that we see everything through these lens and as people of God we've bought into this as well that now we're no longer representing our Lord Jesus Christ exactly. and seeing the world through the lens of yes. his word or yes. who he is yes. I think all over the world America is known for free fair election so and then we look at that and say well can we just have a conversation, you know, that center around race without condemning anyone where we can just better understand? Can we have conversation one-on-one -on -one or uh, corporately that deals with justice, that deal with church, that deal with healthcare, or even pandemic? Yes. That we would not say, oh, yes. Because you're blue, this is your stand in pandemic. Oh, because you're, you're red, this is your stand about pandemic. And then we are predicting, we're suggesting, oh, this is because of your affiliation politically, this is what you believe. 
you know, you're, you then people can now pre- predict you and your beliefs and your stand about things that are reality or national, uh, natural disasters or something is happening. So we need to get back to the basics so that we can strengthen our democracy. I, I love that you said that. And is American democracy in peril, whether we say yes or no? But the different things that are happening lets us see why this is a concern for so many people, whether they are red or blue, left or right. Um, but a perfect example that you and I have always shared with people is what happened during 9-11. Yes. Um, 9-11 is a great example of what American democracy is all about, where we saw that huge collaboration among people, where we saw the body of Christ as the leader, leading our culture, leading whether we were talking about race, whether we were talking about church, whether it was at healthcare, government, or education, we saw the strength of Americans' democracy. And we've talked about this, um, not on the podcast, but we've talked about this. During that time of 9-11, it took such um, thing as 9-11 to get us to where we needed to be as a people of God. Yes. We saw that God was brought back to um, the government, to the center of our communities, to the center of everything. And it was okay. I mean, we're talking about the God Almighty. And we saw that the fear of God was rekindled in the heart of um, elected officials and the heart of men and women. It doesn't matter where. Um, the fear of God was rekindled. And then we saw that prayer was a priority exactly. everywhere. Whether, whether yeah. it was firemen, they yeah. were praying. Whether it was the army, they were praying. Power prayer. Yes. Whether it was um, businesses, they were praying. Whether it was the, the community, they were praying. Whether it was the government, they were praying. And the church was praying mm. and we saw the effect and the power of prayer. So maybe this is maybe this is where we are right now. Exactly. This is our own form of um you know this um shaking yeah. that we need God exactly. Back. So we saw a form of strong unity among the nation that fostered fervent prayer. So because of that we were able to see lives being restored. We were able to see peace being restored. And then we were able to see God avent for us against those people that perpetrated that evil. So that's what God is going to do again. He did it before. He's going to do it again. Through what? The people of, to prove the people power of God of with the power of prayer. Amen. I think this is a great place for us to stop and pray. Yes. And, um, you know, before we do that, First Timothy 2, 1 to 3 mm-hmm. is really the um, heart of every believer um, for their country. We're talking about America and it doesn't matter what nation you are. Um, it says, therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men that covers it for kings and all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence i love what verse 3 says for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior amen 
And at this junction, Lord, Father, we just pray for unity. We pray for revival and we pray for restoration of everything that the enemy has stolen. We pray for comfort and we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will strengthen and energize us. Father, we just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to be back to you. We want to bend our our knees before you and cry out to you. Know that you are the only answer to every situation, to every storm, to every circumstances. You are the only answer that can say that the American democracy is restored to its old glory. That you are the only one, the almighty God, that can restore American democracy to his own glory. Lord, do it, O God. You've done it before. You did it during 9-11, and you will do it again. Father, we thank you because this pandemic will be conquered in Jesus' mighty name. And we also pray, even according to, uh, as a result of the initial, uh, the first question, right? So we also appeal to God that there is hope for America. Lord, Jesus Christ died and resurrected and lived forever, man. He is our hope. Jesus Christ is the hope of everyone. And Father, we just commit the souls of every inhabitant of this country into your hand. And we ask, oh God, that you will have mercy on us. We pray for revival. Revive our hearts, oh God. Father, we ask, oh God, for repentance. Lord, we ask, O God, for forgiveness of all our sins, O God, that you will draw us to yourself, O God. Father, thank you, Lord, for the hope that lies upon this country, O God. We thank you, Lord, that we have hope, we have unity, and we have revival, and we are restored back to you where you want us to be, in Jesus' mighty name, so that our relationship, not our religion, but our relationship, will be fully restored in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So there is hope for America in Jesus Christ. There is hope for every nation of the world in Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's it, friends. Um, Wraps up episode 25. Until Until next time, time, stay stay connected. connected. We We love love you. you.